here we go. Today we're going to talk about action steps for self-sabotage, which is also the like trauma. I, I'm, I'm describing a lot of your self-sabotage, at least in my little model of the world. And what we're talking about is some kind of, um, it might be related to trauma, right? And I'll, I'll, uh, well, that's what we talked about last week, got into last couple of weeks, got into really good detail. Um, and so this, um, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. And if you have questions, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end, right? But as always, uh, my contact info in FNLP and drwillhorton.com uh, is the easiest way. I'm also obvious Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And so let's just jump in. Always remembering the only easy day was yesterday. So how can I apply or how can I learn new? What can I learn new today? Always ask yourself these questions, as I always do when I'm starting any kind of talk or training, kind of set your brain in a different trajectory. Because when you ask yourself a question, uh, your brain tries to answer it. So what can I learn new today? And if it's something you already know, how can I learn it differently or from a different aspect? How can I apply this info today? Uh, both personally and professionally, right? Uh, a lot of us come into this field, uh, therapy of all types, you know, psychology, social work, of course, hypnotists, NLPers, coaches, the list goes on and on uh, because we are, uh, are wounded in some way and we get involved in it, right? So, so how can I apply it personally as well as professionally? And how can I enjoy this class? So when NLP regression or therapy has failed, that's what we're working on, right? Um, and a lot of us have been in business for a while or had a lot, a lot of clients. Uh, we've all had the experience. If you're honest and you're not one of these internet marketing um, uh, gurus who are basically nothing but assholes who just have no experience, at least in my opinion, I've never failed with a client. This works 100% of the time. It's like, damn, you talk to real life people. But anyway, most of us have had the experience where someone comes in and use an NLP technique or therapy or regression, whatever you do, and it seems to offer temporary relief, right? It seems to offer temporary relief. Or you get relief for a little while, and then it kind of creeps back. I mean, I've had people... Um, you know, literally lose over a hundred pounds. It took a while, obviously. Uh, kept it off for a couple of years, and then the weight creeped back. Uh, of course, in that arena, we see people even have like um, the gastric bypass um, or uh, stomach stapling. It used to be called. And of course, you're going to lose weight because you can't eat much food. But in fact, I knew someone quite well that did that. Lost like 90 pounds kept it off for about two years and ended up putting back on uh, 80 of it. Even though they had, you know, if you think about it, it should be very hard because their stomach wasn't that big. Uh, and again, it's, it's, it's about things that are beyond words, right? Therapy, even NLP, regression, even with the affect bridge, if you're into that, 
it's still it's beyond words and we try to put words to it and when you try to put words to a feeling especially if it's a deep feeling in your neurology not just in your neurology but actually in your nervous system it's beyond words that part of you doesn't process words it seems like at least that's the current thought process of all the trauma experts who also talk about self-sabotage in different ways and the block ripples across many parts of your life you know it might not just be one part it might be many parts physical like i said about weight loss and not getting in shape things like that mental um stopping yourself from succeeding you know thinking you're stupid or or whatever it is relationships uh don't seem to work out right or it could be financial you'll get to a certain level blow things up i mean this is what we want to work today and always remember all trauma is personal it is not the event you know it's how the event was encoded in your nervous system uh it's either acts of commission someone does something and that seems to be the focus you know there was an act of something happened directly to you uh, an abuse uh, uh you know you were in combat there were acts of commission by other other parties or things and that seems to be the focus that's fine but what about acts of omission right where it's neglect you're not supported you're not loved right that can create just as much of a trauma because it's it's how the event was encoded into your nervous system right and it's beyond words right and that's what we talked about more last week uh and so remember here now we're going to jump in to some of the best tools because at least in this model and this is the model i'm using it's a physical energy block it's not just mental it's a physical energy block you know if it's just mental a therapeutic session you know psychotherapy and nlp technique um even a regression where you go back and you look at it differently that's going to work and that's fine but what when that doesn't work or it only works partially right it's kind of like i always use the analogy of a clogged pipe it opens up a little bit so you'll notice a little bit of uh, of change and then it'll flip back and go the other way it's like then the it clog the clog comes back so it seems to work since it's a physical energy block is a somatic or a physical intervention uh and depending on who you study with in, in the trauma world it's uh EFT uh emotional freedom technique or thought freedom technique for those of us been that, that's how i first learned it uh <clears throat> you know and it's the tapping you know i should have just said tapping right uh because it's actually physically engaging your body as you do it. Uh a lot of people like uh in, in the uh, trauma world like EMDR, right? Uh mainly because it has a lot of research behind it, right? In fact, when TFT was was going on, thought field therapy with Dr. Callahan, uh there was starting to do a lot of research, a lot of uh um uh, you know, studies to see if it worked and it seemed to and then it kind of just rippled out into the uh general population um and it lost some of that uh research base EMDR is still based uh a, a lot of people are very 
you know, they're psychologists or psychiatrists or clinical social workers. So they're more into the, the research-based thing. But EMDR, where you move your eyes as you're accessing feelings. The polyvagal techniques, right? Where you, as you access a feeling, maybe you tilt your hand. It's about opening up your spinal channel and, and your best your polyvagal, you know, uh, uh, the system. So the, the energy is going to flow better. So all of these techniques are very fast, right? And so maybe you could do an EFT technique, EMDR, or polyvagal. I always, I think, why not do them all, right? You know, uh, it's kind of like uh, if you have a really bad infection and you go to the doctor or you're in the hospital, they give you a broad-based antibiotic. They'll give you some specialty kind of antibiotic. They're going to overload your system, right? Um, they might start with one antibiotic. Does it work? No. Then this other one. In fact, um, uh, one of the antibiotics was invented as a, a, a um, I can't think of the name of it, uh, but because it, it kind of, it's stronger than all the others, right? Uh, so why not do them all? You know, I know in the current COVID thing, they were trying several different kinds of antibiotics and antivirals together. And if they don't take that long, why not do them all? Doesn't matter which one works, unless you're doing an empirical research study. Uh, it doesn't matter. Was it the EFT or was it the EMDR or was it the polyvagal theory? You know, it's all about opening up the system. What if they all work a little bit, but when you compound them, when you compound them, as hypnotists, we should love compounding, as, you, as we compound them, then maybe it really works even better. And then after you do a, uh, one of these kind of somatic interventions, then rewrite the memory, right? With therapy, with uh, a regression. I just like the the old-fashioned uh, NLP reparenting or you know rewriting personal history technique works works well. But after you've opened up the the system. So what's important about this, though, you must access the state or feeling. It's not the thought. It's the feeling. It's the physical state, right? Because, you know, if you're just thinking about it, yeah, I, I self-sabotage. All right, I don't feel worthy. Okay, I could think that up here. But if I'm not in that feeling and I do whatever, I don't think it's going to work. You know, it doesn't seem to. But when you're in it, and of course, one of the great things we can do is help people enter into these states um, and then work with one of the techniques, right? And I'm, I'm just generalizing all this as self-sabotage. So it could be low self-worth, not feeling good enough, right? Anybody ever have that? Uh, don't, you know, not, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not thin enough, you're not da 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 da, right? Uh, or you don't deserve it. I just don't deserve it, you know? Uh, and one way I think we see people do that is uh, someone gives you something or you get something you really like, but you can't bring yourself to use it. You're saving it. Right? Anybody ever do that? Whether it's a something to wear, you know, some food you're going to save. And when you go to eat it, damn shit went bad. You know, uh, whatever it is, right? Or can you accept a gift without feeling some kind of negative feeling? 
So someone gives you a gift and your first response, I didn't get you anything. Oh my God, I, I don't deserve. And then it goes back to, I don't deserve this, right? Even though intellectually, this is a great example of the intellect versus the feeling. Intellectually, you know, the person's giving something to you because as people who like to give, and most of us in therapy do, you give because it makes you feel good. That's why you do it, right? But when it happens to you, it's like, oh, I can't accept it, you know? And you want to give it back, or you, then you have to run out and buy them something. And it's not, you know, so can you, you know, these are some of the examples. Or, you know, you hear that voice. You know, I'm stupid. I'm not pretty enough, smart enough, uh, uh, whatever it is. Excuse me. My nose is just... So we're, you know, so you then, after you step into the feeling, then you, we can do an, a semantic intervention, whether it's EFT or TFT, it's the same thing. EFT or uh, TFT or EMDR, eye movement, D, I, I always hate saying that, desensitizing routine or polyvagal techniques, right? Then we can open it up. Now the inside tip is, or at least in my opinion, is the technique or techniques, if you're gonna use them all, you use in conjunction with language to rewrite the flow of energy, right? So it's not just the, right? I remember watching one of the leaders at the EFT, maybe it was Gary Craig, maybe it was somebody, and I watched the technique, but my only question from watching it was, if you turned off the video and you didn't do the tapping, and you just listen to the words because he was doing some beautiful hypnotic language patterns, or at least in my opinion, guiding your energy system with language. I wonder if that would have worked. Why not do them both? So you pick your words to create the Im imagery, if you will, of flowing energy, removing a block, right? Um, whatever works, right? Or the blockage being removed, right? In the winter, for those that live up north, uh, you get ice dams and little creeks and that. And then in the spring, it starts to thaw. And then there's suddenly a, tush, you know, it'll break open. The blockage is removed. And then we have to keep it open. You know, you keep it open. You know, down here in Florida, they're always dredging canals and waterways to keep it open, right? Because it will start to block up, right? Because we're a negative society. I think certain subcultures, uh, certain tribes kind of involve guilt and feeling guilty and things like that. So, you know, you could reaccess those old feelings, right? And then you wrap it up with rewriting the memory, right? And I, I think, don't make it overly complicated. One of my problems with some of the people that do some of the techniques, whether it's EF, NLP or uh, regression or whatever, is... They seem to make it complicated. I, you know, my my default is they always want to appear smart for some reason. Uh, you know, um, so don't make it complicated. Make it very simple because you're dealing with the nervous system, right? You're dealing with uh, that, so it's it, it, don't make it overly complicated. And then when it's over, just ask how it's different. Because people are, I just was on a couple of those chat things or Facebook things. And they were always asking like, you know, after a session, what do you do? It's like, just always point to how is it different now, right? Because if you just say, 
when you, you know, if you just throw in different, it forces your brain to look for a difference. Okay. So let's do this, as we say, right? Think of a recent self-sabotaging event. I'll give you some time, right? I can think of one. I bought, uh, I got a shirt the other day. I really like it, right? It's uh, It's got my rank on it from the army. It says proudly served and everything. And I got it. And I'm like, oh, it was nicer than I expected. I bought it on online, so you never know what to expect. And my first response when I opened the package was, I'm going to put this away and wear it somewhere special, right? Even though intellectually, I know, where the hell am I going to go that I could wear this? It doesn't, and I, if I like the shirt, just wear the shirt, right? But it's like, which accesses those feelings to me of, I'm not worthy to have really nice things. I've been telling the story of the uh, is it Walmart, and beautiful Wally World, and uh, uh, there was a lady there, and the little kid was wanting something, and and I'm not judging. It's just I, what happened. I know I did it when I when my daughter was little, you know, kind of kids making a scene. The person says, "You don't, you no, you really don't want that. You don't deserve it. You're only going to ruin it anyway, right?" And you know, and again, it was more of an act of well, it was commission and omission. Uh, so whatever it is, it 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 begin to lay, lead to it. And you don't have to find the initial sensitizing event or whatever they call it, the other, whatever it is, ISE or SSE, if you're into that world. Um, just step into the feeling of, you know, so think about it. So in my case, I could think about, um, you know how when I went to wear that shirt and I wore it the other day, it's um, I almost felt guilty about that guilt, like oh you know maybe I should save it. You know what if I what if I ruin it? You know in my case I probably spill coffee on it, get food on it. Ugh. It's like well shit I could buy another one. I mean you know they didn't quit making them. Uh, so so where is it when you think of that feeling? Kind of make it physical. Use our VAK you know, visual, auditory, kinesthetic. Uh, what color is it, you know? And where in your body do you feel it? And what kind of feeling is it? Not just the mental thought, but is it like a pressure? In my case, it's a pressure right around my, it kind of bounces between my throat and my solar plexus. So it doesn't have to make sense. It's what it is. And it's dark, you know? And there's a little bit of that voice of like, you know, you know, Either you don't deserve it or, you know, can't have anything nice, things like that. So find that feeling, sound. And now we're going to start with a polyvagal technique. And when it's, you sit totally straight, it's, it's better if your back, take your back away from the back of the chair so you're forcing yourself to sit straight, right? Drop your shoulders and then. Tilt your head, grab, put your hand on the top of your head and tilt your head. Now keep your head straight, right? As you feel that feeling, you know, in my case, throat, solar plexus, dark feeling, I kind of hear the voice. And as you tilt your head now, 
shoot your eyes to the other direction as far as you can. And as you're doing this, imagine your nervous system opening up down your spine, down your nerves, just opening up from the top of your head, going down the back of your head, down your spine, down there, just opening up. And it doesn't matter, excuse me, where the blocks came from, whether it was one event or multiple events. And now do the other side. And then shoot your eyes the other way as far as you can. And imagine you're connecting everything up. And again, imagine the like you're doing a mental draino system here in your in your pipes, in your nervous system pipes. It's going to clean them out. Okay. And then take your hands and your thumbs, put them behind your head, and rub right under that little bulb of the head, right going into your spine. It's like you're going to open that little, that's where we get a lot of blocks, right? Cool. And now what we're going to do, good. Now we're going to do um, like an EFT technique. And I do the longer one. I know there's shorter ones out there. I do a little bit of the longer one because it gives you more time to use your language okay so go ahead and then you take your hands go like this you can take your fingers and you can either tap this way on the inside of your eyebrows i i cross my arms and do it this way right and tap right there and just think that i removed this block and whatever that feeling was in my case it was, yeah, i don't deserve it i'm gonna ruin it it's like that voice right and just to keep thinking, I'm opening that block. It doesn't matter where it came from. You're just opening it up. And then tap on the side of the eyes. Thinking the same thing. I'm opening that block. Imagine it going now where you just rub the back of your head. That's like opening the gates of a dam. Then under your eyes, opening that block. It's just rippling down. This is stomach five if you're in the pressure points. And then under the nose, opening that block. This is a center vessel, I think. And then under the chin, that's the conception. I might have those two reversed. It's been a while since I did pressure points. And then the collarbone, right in this spot. I cross my arms just to cross your brain up. Tap hard enough to feel. And you just keep, imagine your brain opening up in your nervous system, removing the block, doesn't matter where it comes from, step into and begin to dissipate that block. It's like that mental Drano is washing it away, whether it's out your feet or out your breath, doesn't matter. And then what we're going to do is take your two fingers, tap ring between your ring and a little finger, tap right there. Now what I want you to do is look straight ahead. I, I combine EMDR with this. And now move your eyes up left as far as you can as you try to, in vain, to hang on to that feeling. Try in vain to hang on to that feeling. It's like being flushed away, like you flushed the toilet. That crap's gone. Now look up the other way as far as you can, right? Now look down left as far as you can. And just imagine, again, it's like if you're in a clogged toilet, you know what I'm talking about. Once you remove the clog, everything flows easily. Now look down right. 
look straight to the side, one side, look straight to the other side. And now bounce your eyes around like, like a pinball, bing, bing, up, down, left, right, maybe make the a figure eight or an infinity sign, look straight up, look straight down, imagine it just disappearing. The images from all the blocks, the, the sounds, the voices are gone, uh, whether it's yours or other people's, the feelings, and even the self-talk begins to disappear, right? So look up, look down, look left, look right. The pictures, the sounds, the feelings, and even the self-talk disappears. It's like the system opens up. Good, now take a deep breath. Close your eyes, keep your eyes closed. And now as you are now, go back and spend some time with that memory. And maybe the, the event comes up about that memory. You might've been a little kid, might've been a teenager, could've been any time, it doesn't really matter, right? And even if the event doesn't come up, but you can just spend some time with the memory, if you will, or the feeling, and know that it was put in, in some way, shape or form to try to be a positive, to keep you safe and secure, right? And many of us learn growing up, like to disappear, to not, not talk, not speak up. Children should be seen and not heard. Uh, it's your thoughts, feelings aren't validated, whatever it is, all of those things. So spend some time. And as you are now, spend some time with that younger you and those memories and thank them for what they did at the time, but they're no longer useful. Maybe at one moment in time they were for self-protection. You didn't know any better, but now that you do, you can just let that memory go. Let those feelings go. Keep the learnings, but let everything else go. And what if you told that part of yourself, that deep thing, that your nervous system, that you are a unique, worthwhile individual. While the billions of creature humans on the planet, you're the only you. Your genome, your genetic code is unique. And only you can do what you were put here to do. And part of that is to enjoy physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, relationship, financial, sexual, every aspect of your life, you were put here to enjoy. And it's okay. Good. Take all the time that you need, knowing that the next time you meditate or do self-hypnosis, or even as you're drifting off to sleep, you just imagine replaying the event we just did so you can open up that nervous system, open up that nervous system, keep it stretched and open. And now take a deep breath. And as you exhale, open your eyes, come on back. All right, so when you think about that now, how is it different to actually do what I just taught? So I'm gonna actually uh, stick to the script. So is it different? Is there a, a 
a semantic difference, difference, right? And again, this may be one as Dr. Porges points out, um, Dr. Fisher, some of the other names fall out of my head. Uh, this is, this is uh, you may take more than one. You gotta keep practicing, you know, cause it could be compounding things, but it doesn't take long. So, good. Let me. Any? Yeah. Stop the share. There we go. Hey, we're all back. All right. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to stop the recording and do the feedback afterwards, uh, just so it doesn't get confusing. All right. So, here we go. <laughs>